Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from Beginning to End. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 59, chapter 6, part 2, pages 129 through 131. Other examples of the Blessed Virgin Mary's obedience. He who fulfills his duties regarding his superiors acts perfectly, but even more perfectly acts a person who, out of love of obedience, carries out orders that do not bind him. St. Bernard writes, Perfect obedience is not ruled by strict norms and regulations, nor feels vexation, but acts out of love and fulfills every command gladly out of free will. That's from one of the works of St. Bernard. The Blessed Virgin Mary gave an example of such obedience in undergoing her purification, which she fulfilled out of her deep humility, already discussed above, and her perfect obedience. The law, revealed by the Holy Spirit, clearly released Mary from submitting to this ritual. In Leviticus, we read, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean for seven days, as at the time of her menstruation she shall be unclean. Then she shall continue for thirty-three days in the blood of her purifying. She shall not touch any hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. That's from Leviticus chapter 12, verses 2 through 4. This law could not apply to the one who conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and gave birth without losing virginity. Yet, she fulfilled the ritual of purification, just as all other women did. In this way, Mary wanted to teach us respect and conscientious fulfillment of all instructions of the Church and religious superiors, as well as endeavor to cleanse our, our soul of all sins, of which we are also reminded by St. Peter when he tells us to cleanse our souls, not out of duty, but out of free will and the love of God. God greatly values obedience in all things, but even more though so in those who are that are difficult to perform or contrary to natural human inclination. St. Bernard says that the harder it is for us to be obedient, the more pleasing it is to God. On the other hand, St. Albert the Great tells us that God is pleased with our obedience when we do not show by words or actions that the order is unpleasant for us to fulfill. The Blessed Virgin Mary left us an example of this kind of obedience too. By natural authority and by grace, she longed to enjoy the constant presence of her Son. This longing was born out of her deep love for Jesus as both her Son and God, and as well as from Mary's communion with him, thanks to which her soul constantly gained new gifts and graces. As she realized that she would have to be sometimes deprived of his presence, like during the three days that the twelve-year-old Jesus spent in the temple, she humbly submitted herself to God's decree and his holy will, despite the sorrow that pierced her heart. She desired nothing except what comes from God's plan and order. Even if she had to give up the blessings of the presence of her son for the rest of her life, her fervent search for the lost Jesus does not contradict the statement above. 
For as much as God wanted Jesus to leave his mother for three days, he also wanted Mary to search fervently for and find her son. In addition to her many other virtues, Mary also revealed in this event the virtue of obedience. The will of the superior is, according to St. Thomas, a silent order. The faster we will fulfill the superior's order without waiting for express command and explanation, the greater is our obedience. That's from St. Thomas Aquinas' Summa Theologia. The Blessed Virgin Mary gave us another example of obedience when Christ, turning 30 years old, began to teach and leaving his mother in Nazareth, went to be baptized by St. John in the River Jordan and then stayed in the desert for 40 days, fasting and doing penance in atonement for our sins. This was incredibly painful and difficult for Mary because she knew that Jesus was not only enduring hunger and many other torments in the desert, but also was doing so in solitude. Mary fervently wished to visit Jesus in the desert to help him, yet since she knew that it, was all, that it all was happening according to God's will, she remained at home. Being obedient to God, she preferred to endure sorrow rather than do anything against his decision. Could anyone ever express how much the passion and death of Christ were contrary to Mary's will and desire? It is impossible to comprehend the pain and sorrow that filled her. As her love for her son was without limit, so also was the sorrow she felt. Yet she knew that it was the Eternal Father's will for his son to suffer death for the redemption of men. Thus, regardless of how painful and difficult it was for her, out of obedience she totally surrendered to the will of the Almighty, desiring only for his will to be fulfilled and not her own. As St. Bonaventure writes, despite being so filled with sorrow that, if it were possible, he would have taken upon herself all her son's sufferings a hundred times over rather than see them. Nevertheless, she resigned herself to the will of God. Mary gained greater merits by fulfilling the will of the Eternal Father and obediently accepting the passion and death of her son than if she had offered herself to a similar suffering and death. These are perfect and inspiring examples of obedience that the Blessed Virgin Mary left for our benefit and spiritual growth. Well, in this next section, Venerable Casimir gives us further examples of Mary's obedience. Mary was even obedient to orders that were not binding on her. We can think of her purification. She was never unclean. But out of humility and obedience, she submitted to the ritual, even if it meant that others would mistakenly judge her ritually unclean. It is similar to Jesus submitting to John the Baptist's baptism of repentance in the Jordan, even though Jesus was without sin. Mary's humility teaches us how to respect the regulations of the church, and Mary shows us as well how to be obedient even when it was difficult. She would have liked to always be in the presence of her son throughout her earthly life. However, she was deprived of his presence often, beginning with the incident of finding him in the temple after a three-day search when he was 12. It must have cost her greatly, but she submitted to God's will during those difficult days. 
She endured his absence during his temptation in the desert and his public ministry. And having to endure her son's passion and death was the ultimate test of Mary's obedience to God's will. Mary was ready to accept everything God asked of her and more. She would have willingly taken the place of her son in his suffering. Her love knows no bounds, but she only wanted to do God's will in every situation. May we learn from Mary how to do the same. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey 
with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.